0: pressure phasal.
1: The Army go crazy!
0: Glorious goal! Glasgow in the
2: West's
3: league leader for 50 years.
1: I'm asked to give an opinion and I like to give an honest one.
4: This is Clade 1 Super Scoreboard.
2: the Clyde One Super Scoreboard as we get ready for the proper festive fixtures across the Scottish Leagues. Brendan Rodgers says he's out to keep his main players rather than lose them as Matt O'Reilly's linked to Inter Milan. Philippe Clement might be after some fit players for Christmas with the news John Lundstrom and Kimar Roof are out this weekend and Nick Montgomery is to be mic'd up for the Edinburgh Derby TV coverage next week. I'm Gordon Duncan and joining me this evening you have Kenny Miller and Hugh Keevens. Listen to that music in the background there. Take you back. back to
3: 1985 when I first darkened your doorstep. <laughs> anyway, here's a treble Celtic don't want this weekend. Two weeks ago, they lost to Kilmarnock. Last week, they lost to Hearts. The last thing in this world they need is to slip up against Livy at Celtic Park tomorrow. Because the league title is back in the balance. And we're at the stage now where if Celtic slip up on a Saturday... Rangers on the Sunday And they're at Fir Park This
5: Sunday Could go top of the table Tightening up Kenny absolutely has And again you know It's great for our game I don't think we've had a real Kind of tight title race For a long long time Uh, So it's good to see And obviously From a Celtic fan's perspective Not so good Losing those two games Really really poor performance I thought last week At home against Hearts But a real chance tomorrow To bounce back And put a little bit of pressure Back onto Rangers Going to Fir Park on Sunday Oh, 01419511025. One, one, oh, Let's
2: hear what you've got to say for yourself. It is your final midweek Clyde One Super scoreboard before the big man comes down the chimney. And the, no, I'm not talking about Gordon D.L., he much prefers to use the back door anyway I'm sure but 01419511025 that's the number you need give us your thoughts tonight Celtic fans are you fearful of losing Matt O'Reilly in January he's been linked to Inter Milan not a bad place to play your football I'm sure can you hold on to him do you have any concerns about that Rangers fans we have asked about 55 Fifty seven, sixty-five, eighty-four times about the injuries this season. I've lost count. John Lundstrom, Kimar Roof. How'd you replace them this weekend? Are you worried they're going to miss the Celtic game? And so on. Get your calls in on that. Nick Montgomery to be mic'd up. What do you make of that? A bit of a forward thinking on the TV coverage. Is that something you're looking forward to seeing? Would you like your manager to do it? Uh, or would you rather just watch on as someone else's does it? O one four one nine five one one oh two five. And you can speak to Hugh Keevans and Kenny Miller. I have been looking forward particularly to tonight, Hugh, because I've loved, loved every night this week having the old-school, retro, original Clyde 1 Super Scoreboard theme tune playing. Uh, is of course to mark this radio station's fiftieth birthday, which is on Hogmanay, yep. um, and all the pundits have enjoyed it, and there's been great feedback. But I knew that this this is this is you. This was your theme tune. You would appreciate yeah. it more than anyone.
3: This has been my week for retro, and the memories have come flooding back because I've been with George Bowie every morning doing the breakfast sports desk. <laughs> oh, what oh. times?
2: The, what times? The Nokia alarm set for for oh, that?
3: six o'clock. Oh. in I go, Kenny. Twenty-seven years ago, Bowie and me started. Uh, doing the, the breakfast sport and I've been back all week with them, and it's been an absolute treat, a pleasure. And good stories along the week as well because, you know, you had Philippe Clamont uh, talking about uh, John Lindstrom being kicked off the park. You had uh, the controversy this morning where a pundit suggested that Brendan Rodgers was going through the motions as Celtic manager. So it was just like old times and even Lorraine Herberson came back and read the news this morning. It was just having Kenny Rogers and Dolly Parton together again. Wow, what a comparison that is. We're <laughs> looking
2: forward to the weekend. 01419511025, that's the number you need. You can tweet us at S S B. As I said, many, many headlines for you today. Both Brendan Rogers and Philippe Clement have been... ...on their media duties, so that usually means talking points. Matt O'Reilly linked with a move to Inter Milan. Celtic fans, are you fearful of losing him do you think you can hang on there how important is it I mean that's like the most ridiculous question I'll ask all night hopefully how important is it to get back to winning ways given those two defeats in the last two games Uh, the Green Brigade are back in as well by all accounts so what are your thoughts there and on the other side of the City Rangers fans your latest feelings on the injury situation please how worried are you that it does catch up with you or is it just yet again a chance for Dujon Sterling or Kieran Dowell or whoever else uh, to come in and keep that good run going under Philippe Clement? And things you never thought you would uh, debate on Clyde One Super Scoreboard, are you in favour of managers being miked up for TV coverage? 0141 951 Every game's a big game here, Kenny. We can't, you know, no game's... Ever insignificant, but you particularly look at the way this next sort of seven seven days is going to play out, seven to ten days, you know, before the before the winter break.
5: Yeah, well, I think particularly at the top with the turn it has taken over the last kind of couple of weeks with Celtic having those losses and dropped points, it just gives the top league a real. I mean a real competitive edge. I mean Rangers have got four games to play still. Before that, before that but they had their, their game in hand there on Wednesday night. So they've got themselves back in it again. I'll, I'll still state there's. I'm I'm still sure Philippe Clement will want improvements and, and reinforcements in January. I don't think it. Will, they're, they're they're playing real scintillating stuff, but they're finding a way to win they've found a the real consistency within the results there seems to be a real good feeling about the place that I think if Philippe Clement's brought and then you look across the other side of the city I think the opposite could be said I don't think Brendan Rodgers as much as he's a, a top top manager I just don't think he's getting the same response or having the same impact as what he previously had so it's all we play for and again I can't take my eye off the 30th of December in that game at Celtic
3: Park No coincidence the Green Brigade have been invited back in the front door uh, because Celtic will need the atmosphere tomorrow. Um, the The atmosphere will be difficult to begin with because the fans are blaming Brendan Rodgers. If this programme is any indication, and it normally is, of the public's opinion, the Celtic fans are blaming Brendan Rodgers. They are not convinced that this is a recent phenomenon, that uh, two wins, or two defeats rather, against and Hearts... Uh, Formulates the beginning and the end of the story The Celtic fans haven't been pleased With the way the team has been playing Since the start of the season Even the first game 4-2 against Ross County Fans weren't happy with that Tomorrow They're playing a team who haven't won a match Since the 7th of October Who have gone into a downward spiral And who simply cannot score goals I think two goals in their last Ten games for Livingston It ought to be a comfortable win for Celtic Will it be? One four one nine five one one zero two five.
2: 5 one 2 5 That's the number John in Blantyre Has dialed How's it going John? Hi there Thanks for taking my call Our pleasure John It's a big old weekend For Celtic this isn't it?
6: I think uh, There's something Far wrong At Celtic I, I can't actually remember Them dropping as many points In such a short space of time And Brendan's I don't think They're playing for him And I think I think when Rodgers, is think when you publicly start selecting your players, I think that's the end. I don't think there's any way back for because I don't think I just don't think they're playing for him. And he's going to take a lot of cause he's playing pure far too deep now. A guy that scores that many goals, if it's still broke, you don't try and fix it. And he's a shadow of the player he was last year. And I, I don't think I just don't think the players are playing for him. And as I say when he see when you start crit- see in this day and age when you start publicly criticising your players that just that never goes well. So I think Brendan, I think Brendan's time's nearly
3: up. I don't think you can take away from a manager having a go at his players. If you consider when it first happened, John, it was at uh, Perth. Celtic had had an appalling first 45 minutes against St. Johnston. The manager apparently went into the dressing room and told them they were being bullied and that they, they lacked the physicality for the game and they were soft. And they came out and they scored three terrific goals. So that was the power, the immediate power of having put the players in their places. Uh, So I, I do not deny any manager of any club the right to do that kind of thing. But there is no doubt that the fans were invigorated by the Ange Postacoglu style. It has changed. And they are no longer invigorated by what they see
2: What bit of it has been slating the players, John? What bit do you think uh, is, is uh, over the top Or that the, the players won't react to?
7: Well,
6: I, I just don't think that You know the it's like now with players they the the the, the players that snowed it years ago And I think the just Players just spit in the w And they just say, well, look at what's happening You he abged him at Somebody his stature Players when the, mm. the club, went in and and the football garbage. It's it's play it wide, pass it back, pass it for three, four wee t- touches, back the way, cross the park. It's, uh, it's just I mean, there's got to be some reason you, you can't go for the the players on not all of a sudden bad players. They're, they're low because they were they were great last year, but it's just I mean. It, as I say, I can't remember selling so that many points in
0: that
2: short of time. Yeah, well, Kenny, I get, I get the logic, obviously. Eventually, there can be things that players won't take too well to. I just wonder if Brendan Rodgers is close to that line or not. It's not quite um, Morecambe a 100 times better than you yet, I don't think. Is it? Or, or is there anything in there that you think has been overly critical?
5: No, I think that. Again, I'm a wee bit more for that older school type mentality where if you're not doing your job properly, then you need to be told. You know, otherwise you'll continually do it badly. If you think you're uh, you're getting away with something, so I just think you know, what John, I, mean, I, I would be very surprised if Celtic were talking about making a change uh, to Bonishway and, and moving Brendan on. That wouldn't be for me. What I would say is John's bang on. These are no bad players, you know. So there's something no happening at this moment in time. There's, they're, they're not responding to whether it be the manager or of the have they got bored? Like this is another I've talked about in the show before when players go to Rangers and Celtic sometimes the novelty wears off He playing in front of the 60,000 and playing in the big games and having to go away to Ross County and play on plastic pitches it just doesn't sit right with them. So I think there's a lot of things that it could be the bottom line is again to go back to what John says that this is not a bad group of players and I said this when Michael Beale left Rangers players and these Celtic players at this moment in time are not bad players they need to be taking a responsibility for what they're doing when they cross that white line because at the moment it's results being you talk about bully who says at St Johnston well I think you could throw that into the second half at Kilmarnock as well absolutely bullied and, and lost a game where they've taken the lead last week they didn't even look like scoring you know they could have been playing now and I don't think they looked look like scoring not to a level that a Celtic team at Celtic Park should be in terms of the the, the chances and the, the attacking football they want to be seeing so uh, yeah I, like I said I'd be surprised if Brendan's on any kind of brink but they need to get back to winning ways what's tomorrow and on. I think they
3: will what's going on at Celtic will be crystallised over the next 8 days Livingston it couldn't possibly happen could it? Then Dundee away That will be an extremely difficult fixture For Brendan Rodgers and his players And then of course we get to the big picture December 30, 12.30 Celtic versus Rangers The next eight days will tell you Whether or not Celtic are in a bit of bother
2: Uh, A headline I didn't expect to see today John Not because he's not a good player Just because sometimes these things him out the blue a bit. Speculation linking Matt O'Reilly with Inter Milan. Uh, he has clearly been one of the standouts in the league this season. D- does that worry you that January could be a difficult window to keep hold of him?
6: Well, I think some of the Celtic fans are just thinking that there's another they'll go for twenty odd million and they'll spend they spend the money. So it's to so get forty million, he's a great player. To so get forty million from they'll spend anyway. The so they'll just see all that money in the bank. And, a striker should have been signed. I like him. He's he's got a lot of potential. He's only young. You shouldn't be playing him. If you're taking him off and you're playing him, you, you need a you need a, a striker that's a proven striker that are experienced and they're prime And then you can bring a You can start him, maybe start yoga Bring a because he's only a, he's not a young boy. You know what I mean, so and as I say, like Hugo's just a shadow himself. And I don't know if it's. They, they, they love Dange and they're not too happy with Brendan So, it's, it's, and you're, I'm just, you're dreading every game now I mean, you're,
8: you're just trying to yourself uh, John, it's nearly Christmas, cheer up You're <laughs> even getting
2: me down, John, I must admit Well, funnily enough, you're talking about bringing players in rather than losing any That's exactly uh, what Brendan Rodgers had to say when he was asked about that Matt O'Reilly uh, speculation today
9: no, I, I don't listen. I don't have any fear on, on any of the players. I think it's one. I'm, I'm delighted for Matt that he's he's made a you know fantastic step forward this season as a Celtic player and, and in his career. Uh, so that shows that you know that focus and mentality and the training and and obviously the confidence he's taken into the game. He will always attract the the interest of, of teams. So, um, but. Listen, I, I don't have any, any fear. He, he's a good guy. He works very, very hard. And when you do that and you do well, you're always going to have interest.
2: Um, it's an interesting one if it, if it was to Depends. be there. Oh, yeah, you need, you need to know the fee and,
3: yeah. and all that sort of stuff. Depends on the profile of the deal. Do they want him on loan with an option to buy? Are they prepared to buy him outright in January? And as John on the line said, you know, if Celtic are offered £20 million, there's a real likelihood. That they will take the money. But the league is in the balance. O'Reilly is arguably Celtic's best player of the season so far. If he goes, they had better have a good idea about who takes his place. Because that would be the final nail for some supporters. That the club had opted once again to take the money when the title was in the balance. Are they a bank or are they a football club?
5: I don't think they'll let him go on loan, that's for sure. I mean, I know you're kind of going through all the options, but that would be... I don't think that would look great if he was to be like to go on loan. So I would, I would, not kind of bet on him going on loan. But if there's a big transfer fee there, you know, this is just the model that Celtic have, i have done over the last few years. Bring them in, again, play them at good levels. We're in a big club. I mean, what would that one would Two uh, years ago, this January, a million and yeah. a one and a half million. And it's going to be, it'll be upwards of fifteen million Quite Like I mean, John says, twenty million. I mean, it could be. But, but
2: could you, John, saying it, you know they won't spend it anyway? Could, could you? From a PR standpoint, could you do it this time with the league in the
5: balance, with so many question marks over the squad? No. I th- listen, there's nobody I'll want him to leave at this time. But mm-hmm. listen, you just never know what happens behind closed doors with players. Maybe Matt O'Reilly wants to go. M- maybe he kicks off first to leave. Maybe you've now got an unhappy player who's now no going to be scoring every other week for you in the league and playing a big part. You just don't know the dynamic of the player. You can't, again, t- talking about players and you-, you can't just tar them all with the same brush. Celtic will not want to lose Matt O'Reilly. Let's make that clear. They'll want him to see it out He is their best player At this moment in time Hugh There's no doubt about that uh, He's added goals To his game this year Which uh, again We talked about this At the start of the, of the season If he does do that He goes to another level And it will be that He will be the mm-hmm. next uh, the next Player to move From Celtic For big money
2: Thank you John We are going to speak to Jamie who's a Celtic fan
1: Next Clyde
7: won Super Scoreboard Hear it Watch it Search the YouTube stream now the team with the biggest support in Glasgow and the West For 50 years Clyde One Super Scoreboard
2: Hugh Keevans and Kenny Miller are here joined on the line by Jamie Who's a Celtic fan How's it going Jamie?
0: Uh, my point was I disagreed with you there in regards to saying I think it was a Bob's fault For appointing Brendan Rodgers Considering the disarray we were in Before Ange came And when Ange came He brought the whole whole club together and then we them appointing Brendan, they divided half of, the, half of the support in regards to how he left the last time.
2: Um, right, sorry, I think we, we missed the start of it a little bit. So what you, in terms of tonight's discussion, you don't have faith in Brendan Rodgers turning this round, or, or you do, what, what's your take on it?
0: It depends on how much they back him. Depending on the players he brings in in January, that'll tell the support. How much the board are backing Brendan, and if it's not the case that he's backed the way that we want him backed, then I think I think half of the support will be back to no, no really wanting them there.
2: The board, by all accounts, you and you have to assume, and then based on what they're backing Brendan a lot in the sense that they pay him well to be here. Yes. I, I know what fans mean. I, I you know I, I get that. That's the kind of everyday use of a manager being backed. When we talk about that, we mean. Transfer Kitty and that sort of thing But there clearly clearly is a big show of faith In Brendan Rodgers as a person yeah. They've obviously had to push the boat out to a point To bring him back um, But what what's next then In terms of backing
3: To that extent you're absolutely correct They have made him the, the richest ever Scottish football manager And uh, that was by way of tribute To what he had done before At Celtic and I think when you lose Someone like Ange Postecoglou. To get in Brendan Rodgers I thought was terrific for Celtic and I'd I'd never ever understood the level of abuse that he had to take because he left Celtic after winning seven trophies but left them before the season had ended but did no damage. Uh, But he was always going to be on a hiding to nothing from those supporters who held those views. As soon as things went off the rails they were always going to come back and have a go at Brendan Rodgers. I think he's been let down by the summertime transfer activity. Ten players, only one of them plays. And the summertime transfer activity was laughable. And I think I use the word advisedly, it was laughable. And January is so important for Celtic on the transfer front because, as I say, the league is in the balance. Who knows who will be top of the league by the 1st of January. It may very well be Rangers and not Celtic, making the transfer window Even more crucial If they have as bad a transfer window As they had the last time out They're done for
2: What about before then though Jamie There's a couple of weeks to go Is it not going to be a return to winning ways tomorrow?
0: Uh, Hopefully Hopefully that's the case And we move back on track But it's it's just the fact The biggest thing for the fans now I think is How much he's backed And the calibre of player that's brought in in January will tell the support what the board's all about.
2: Yeah, I see that logic, Kenny. Is yeah, that, I, said that I,
5: I think I, I'll, I'll take us back to pre-season and you've seen some of that transfer activity had already been done. I was waiting and I've said it numerous times on the show, Brendan Odds coming up, there's going to be a big name, there's going to be a big signing, there's at least one big signing, like there was uh, when he came up and it just never came. And you know, you had fans phoning in saying, oh, but... Uh, Maeda wasn't a big name sign or Kyogo wasn't a big name and I I got that as well but it just never came and now when you fast forward four or five months they're actually known a great place the summer recruitment had not been good at all and they've now got a real title race on their hands and this is something that Celtic have no had I mean one year really over the last 12 that that they've had a real challenge to their title and I, I do you sense a little bit of panic setting in you know, so the January transfer window Listen, it's a matter of both clubs But I think this is an opportunity now for Brent to say You know what, we need reinforcements We need this guy, this guy and this guy In the positions that he identifies And the club need to go and get on them If they want to maintain their dominance Because at this moment in time it is really under threat
3: You have to factor in the Asian Cup Kyogo, Maeda, Hatati, O They will all be going for a four week period And that makes the transfer window even more important for Brendan Rogers, It's quite straightforward. If they don't have a good January transfer window, there is every likelihood the title has gone. Interestingly,
2: you see Hearts are going to be without a few for the Asia Cup. The Australia squad's been announced. Marco Tilio's
3: in it as well. Well, he, he would need to carry ID so that anyone can find out what it looks like because he's come to Scotland and he's been here and I think he's had maybe mm. 10 minutes in one game and that's it, so... Uh, He's certainly a wild card for the Australian team Because he's played more football
2: here Jamie the other talking point from today Was that link between Matt O'Reilly And Inter Milan How important is it you keep him?
0: Well if they If they lose O'Reilly Being the playmaker that he is I think that The board will be hung out to dry If that was the case To to be fair if,
2: if, if If there was And there were major hypotheticals Almost any club in the world, if you're offered irresistible money, then it's, it's difficult. But, but, the, but the you, on a footballing fans,
3: sense, you get where where Jamie's coming from. Yeah, the it? Celtic fans now have the image of their club as uh, a place where you buy for as little money as possible and you sell for as much money as possible. And you do that often enough uh, to jeopardise your own chances. So right now, league in the balance, Matt O'Reilly, best player at the club... Um, I repeat, are they a bank or are they a football club? Do they want to win the title or do they want to improve the bank balance?
5: And the thing with that as well, Matt O'Reilly, that money will be there in the summer. You know, the same money will be there in the summer. Maybe more, maybe a little bit less. Who knows? It just depends on how serious Inter Milan or any other suitor, by the way, for Matt O'Reilly come in January because everybody's got a price.
2: Uh, Thank you to Jamie. Let's hear more from Brendan Rogers. He's been talking... About the imminent return to the stadium of the Green Brigade?
9: Well, it's absolutely everything, but especially at a club like Celtic. Celtic. What makes Celtic tick is the, uh, the support that they give the, the team and uh, because it's such an emotional connection. You know, Celtic's history is littered with goals and late goals and, and a big part of that is down to the fans and, and the whole stadium really getting behind the team. And that's what makes makes Celtic. And when you have the manager, the supporters and the players all on on the same page, then it's um it, it's a really real force that that we have in the game. So um so yeah, it, it it hasn't been the atmosphere for a number of weeks but um but like I said, that's the responsibility of, of everyone. Uh, but we know that when the atmosphere is is white hot at Celtic it's 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 making it a really, really difficult place. For teams to come and play, and also it gives the the, the players that extra edge as well. So, um, so yeah, it's a great lesson for for the guys to be back in. Um, there's no doubt that uh, they've uh, they've given uh, an ambience in that in that corner section.
3: Going round in circles a little bit. Brendan was the one who said, "If you can't behave, you can't get in." Uh, and now he's changed his tune uh, because he feels that the team are suffering from the. Reduction in atmosphere I won't say lack of atmosphere The reduction in atmosphere Uh, He speaks about the history of late goals Celtic did many great things Before there was a Green Brigade So it doesn't necessarily follow That you you can't win matches Unless you have a Green Brigade It's a bad combination though isn't it? If performances
2: feel flat And then the crowd feels flat you well, know, I, what done, what I don't think done... anyone's saying it's a silver bullet to fix Celtic's problems, but it was all sort of coming together at a bad time last weekend, wasn't well,
3: it? What they've done is they have empowered the members of the Green Brigade because they have told them, in not so many words, uh, we really need you. Well, to be fair, though,
2: um, we don't know what concessions, if any, have been made behind the scenes. I assume those conversations will remain well, yeah, uh, private. But, I'm assuming it's not. Oh, by the way, we don't actually care about any of that stuff we accused you of before. And you come, but and at make, the same you time, know, pull up a,
3: a chair. It probably won't be that, will it? In general terms, you have, in not so many words, told them that they are crucial to the days ahead. Uh, tomorrow against Livingston, were they not to have been inside the stadium, it would have been very quiet. They will make as much noise as possible tomorrow and then at the Rangers game there will be the usual spectacle that goes on on Darby Day.
2: Kevin is on the line. Kevin, what are your thoughts? Hello? Hi Kevin, we've got you. Oh, sorry.
8: Don't sorry, there. I, was just about a conversation I, there. Sorry. I know it's
2: a busy time of year, the family's chaotic, it's fine. Let's take a couple of minutes and talk football. What have you got? Um so I
8: was just listening earlier and I just think I was talking I was listening to you been I mean, know for the first time I agree with everything he's saying, but see the next eight days, it's crucial, it's, it's vital for us. And what I was saying to the producer is, we need to take 12 points for 12. But, as I, for me, and my, this is just my opinion, for me the 12 points out of 12 won't be good enough. The per, I need to see a lack of performances, because there's been such a draw path, it's, it, it's, it's a concern um, for me. I don't totally blame Brendan Rodgers, but... Um, I think it's 50-50 but Brendan Rogers, he should have been experienced enough man enough to say the two Korean boys are not good enough for Celtic don't sign them but he agreed to sign them um, he should have been putting his foot down about getting players in now whether he's done that or not in the background none of us will ever know whether the for players and no got them or whatever but he needs to he needs to ensure that it, and it's solely his responsibility he needs to ensure that that squad is overhauled in January I know it's a tough window But he needs to do something about it And if it doesn't it's a, For me It's a sign of weakness Because that squad needs refreshed
2: You'll need to settle for 9 points out of 9 I think Because yeah. there's only 3 games before the break But the, the logic is still there The 100% record I don't think anyone would disagree And it's a fair point about the squad Because We find out about the result 5 o'clock mm. 5 past 5 Depending on what VAR is up to tomorrow um, but before all that, quarter to two, that's when you get the latest instalment of, okay, where is Lager Bielka? Is he involved at all? Is Mikey Johnson in or is, is Dyson Maeda back? Is oh, There's Quan back on the bench. How's, yeah. Where's he come from? All that stuff that's been ongoing. that That's the first bit to get to tomorrow.
3: Without doubt. At one point against Hearts last weekend, Alessandro Bernabei came on the park and you think, what? Really? Where's he been? <laughs> in an attacking role yeah. as well. I mean, there are things happening that make you scratch your head and say, is Brendan Rodgers putting Burnaby on the park to say to the occupants of the director's box, look at what I've got to deal with here? Because as soon as Celtic get anything approaching an offer for Burnaby in January, he'll be off as well, because he has nothing to offer on a long-term basis. So the squad is in disarray, I do factor in that Abada's injured and Maeda had an injury and Hatati's had a a, a long time out through injury and that, that these things have been very important. But, Lagabielka will be off in January as soon as Celtic can get money for him. Likewise, Nabrotsky, Tilio, Kwon. I repeat, the summertime mm. transfer activity was a real letdown and I remain convinced, and it's one man's opinion, I remain convinced Brendan Rodgers... Did not know about at least half of them. Again, to bring it back to today, Kevin, Matt O'Reilly,
2: speculation, into Milan. What are your thoughts?
8: Oh, I wouldn't oh, grudge him that whatsoever. Good luck to him. If he, I'm sure we'll get a healthy fee for him. I would love to see him. i love to have him stay at the end of the season. Um, I think this is such. I think this is for your English teams, your Spanish and Italian teams. January is probably all right for them. They don't worry about when you're Celtic Rangers. January is a nightmare for your big players, you, you because you're panicking because if, because we play in Scotland, an English team and an Italian team can take him off from La Liga. Like There's nothing we can do about it. So I would love to see him stay at the end of the season, but if he gets a big move, I would not grudge him it. He's been absolutely brilliant. I would wish him all the best. I'm sure we'll get a healthy fee, but if you're talking about Inter Milan, I mean. <laughs> Jesus, you, you can't even not get a pack that's, So good luck to him. Good luck to him. But we need to spend the money. Sorry, right, having sorry, right getting the money in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you need somewhere. You can't. Brendan Rogers is like it's like with the transfer money. It's like it's like buying a Ferrari and not having any money to put petrol in. You, you need you need to give the you need to get guy money. You need to spend it.
2: Is that you, you that know? I've seen driving that Ferrari around Motherwell?
8: Oh, certainly not me, mate. <laughs> I think it was Gordon
2: <laughs> Oh No, that's certainly not true. Uh, taking us back to the days of the. Famous Passat. You want to see Gordon's Passat, honestly. Disgusting piece of <laughs> automotive technology. Anyway, uh, thanks to Kevin. We are going to hear from Philippe Clement, So Rangers fans, it might be a good time for you to get in touch whilst I tell you about this.
7: Win. Pounds.
2: Happy Christmas. We're almost there. We are almost there. And as the Christmas dinner starts to get wafted around the house, just imagine this time next week planning the new year with an extra £300,000 in it. You heard that right. On New Year's Eve, we guarantee someone will win £300,000. It is an incredible amount. It is our biggest ever cash giveaway, a huge three hundred pounds If you want to be involved... Can't really think of any logical reason why you wouldn't, so text YES to 61025, texts are £2 plus your standard network rate, you can enter on the website, online entry costs £2, or call 0330 880 4523, calls are charged at a standard rate, it's over 18s only, and all the rules for this network competition are online. The line's closed 3pm, A. that's when Jim Atkinson makes the call. There is no phrase or amount to remember. You don't even need to pick up within five rings. Just answer the phone and the £300,000 is yours. For your chance to win, text YES to 61025.
7: Glasgow in the West league leader
3: for 50 years. Clyde won. Super scoreboard.
2: Kenny Miller and Hugh Evans are here. You can call, you can tweet. Speaking of Twitter, thanks to the 14 people who think I owe Kevin an apology because I said about the nine points to play for rather than 12. I am sorry. Kevin started his call by saying the next eight days... Define Celtics season. I thought he meant the next three games. I humbly apologize, especially to Jim, with his very passive aggressive you guys get paid to know there's four games before the break. I know Jim. I thought he meant up to the derby game. I'm really, really
3: sorry. Where is the Christmas spirit in here, Hugh Evans? Ah, uh, humbug. Yeah, you were absolutely correct. Kevin said he was repeating what I had said. The but it was
2: his first mistake. To be fair, there we go. And agreeing that was he should know He should
3: indeed know a bit better than that.
2: Let's bring in Alan, who's a Rangers fan in East Kilbride. How's it going, Alan? How are you doing? All right. Yeah, good you. Yeah, great. Thanks. Good stuff. What's on your
1: mind this evening? Oh, no, i have just to talk about eh, if, I would just think the about player of the year this year eh, for me. There's only one player in contention, really, and that's Jack Butland, the Rangers. He's been absolutely tremendous every game this season. I've been talking about O'Reilly's well. Matt O'Reilly's no played well in every game. Jack Butland, for me, has not made one error this season at all in 20-plus games. Outstanding performances.
2: I mean, it's the earliest ever player of the year debate, but the half-season awards is a thing. Um, I... I, I don't think many would grumble, Alan But you'd have to say, Matt O'Reilly You said Jack Butland would be the only one That's even in contention We wouldn't go that far, would we? Let's be fair
1: he's yeah, not really been mentioned of, uh, It's all been Matt O'Reilly. this, done this and that uh, Jack Butland, for me, he's been outstanding every game he's played this year Jack Butland gets
3: mentioned Almost every game Rangers yeah. play uh, So you're entirely wrong there, Alan uh, <laughs> And it has been, a, a, again, agreed that Rangers transfer business under Michael Beale initially did not look great and the Rangers fans were the first to condemn Danilo and Dessers and Lammers and all the rest and at the time everyone said the one shining light the one exception is Jack Butland so he has been mentioned in dispatches time without number every game that Rangers play. So if you're suggesting there's some sort of agenda... I don't w- think he is, to be ...which fair. puts Matt O'Reilly ahead of Jack Butland, then you're wrong.
2: Kenny appeasing goalies too much anyway, Kenny. You, you know what I mean? And we've, and got that's to, that's we've got to be sensible over this.
5: And that's exactly it. You've got guys who score goals, you've got guys who make goals, and it's, uh, again, it's not kind of undermining the role at all because I think Jack Butland and, uh, and Alan's bang on, he's barely put a foot wrong. You know, he's no hard Too much to do in a lot of games. When he's called upon, he's making the big saves. I actually think it goes a little bit further for me. I think he's a real positive influence on that Rangers team, that Rangers dressing room as well. He looks like the right type. He's just been an overall, away from how good a goalkeeper he is, he just seems a real top guy to have in that dressing room. Good leader and a good influence on that back four.
2: Let's give out another fake half-season award, Alan. Who's been the most improved player under... Philippe on! If you want to say John Lundstrom And lead us nicely Into a discussion About his injury That's fine But if you want to go For someone else I won't hold you back
1: No I would definitely Say John Lundstrom <laughs> the, last th- that out. <laughs> the last 6-8 weeks uh, He's been tremendous For the team uh, Am I going to miss him Hopefully he'll be back For the If no next Wednesday Definitely the old firm game And that, that old firm game That's a game Rangers can afford to lose now In a way Because we should be Really 10 points Behind Celtic just now The drew with Motherwell They've been beat by Kamarnock and Hearts. They should be 10 points ahead now, really. There's no such... Oh, thing. I know, I know what you're
2: saying, Alan, but psychologically, seriously, you think all this goodwill, everything that's been built up, the narrative swinging, Celtic or the crisis club, Rangers are flying. You go in there and lose, and then at full time you'll say, "Ah, we could afford to lose that. Come on.
1: With <laughs> uh, the injuries we've got now, see if we go there and get any a, a positive result, a draw. Uh, I'm just saying, worst scenario, if we do get beat, Five points behind. I'll take that any time going into the after the winter break. There is Sounds no such self
3: preservation, that, Hugh. In the history of the fixture, there has never been and there never will be a game that Rangers can afford to lose against Celtic and vice versa. Uh, it is, in psychological terms, so important. Philippe Clement's first derby game, Brendan Rodgers under pressure from his own supporters, no Rangers fans inside the ground everything conspiring against Rangers for that reason as it did against Celtic when they went to Ibrox and remember on the 3rd of September Celtic went to Ibrox with a side diminished by injury and beat Rangers 1-0 and the same applies to Rangers when they go to Celtic Park they will be minus so many good players automatic picks but were Rangers to come away from Celtic Park on the 30th of December with a win, the psychological impact on Rangers and the psychological blow to Celtic would be overwhelming. The one thing we don't know is whether John Lundstrom will be
2: fit or who will. And let's be honest, you wouldn't put it past one or two others either coming down with something or, coming, you know, Rangers' injury record's been really difficult this season, Kenny, hasn't it? Yeah, it's
5: been awful. And I think uh, he has been the one player that's probably improved the most under Philippe Compton there's no getting away from that he's back to the form that he played that major role in, in taking Rangers all the way to the Seville. two seasons ago to the Europa League final he's been superb so it will be a big loss and it's not just about him it's the fact that Raskan's injured also and Ryan Jack's still injured as well have not seen him for a while he won't they're back really this weekend. really no not at all so really important players so if John Lundstrom isn't fit For that game at Celtic Park Then it will be a big, big loss to Rangers In a really important area of the pitch
2: Well he's definitely out this weekend For the trip to Motherwell Alongside Kima Roof They both came off early In the win against St Johnston midweek Here's what Philippe Clement had
10: to say on that That they're both not available for Sunday To say how long it's it's difficult for the moment It's, It's quite early after this game And you need to make a Good analysis with scans and getting results and and all those things, so we cannot say much more for the moment. The most disappointing is for him, because he's doing everything to avoid it. Uh, He felt really good. Uh, We are now assessing what can be the reason, and to look very deep, very much into detail, to find solutions for him together with him, so everybody's really disappointed for Kemar because for him is, is the worst thing, and that's normal that they're disappointed it's that big, I understand, I had also moments like that in my career so at that moment you feel that uh, the sky drops on your head it is what it is, now it's, it's about looking, looking for solutions I mean I guess Kieran Dowell and Dujon Sterling
2: all of a sudden become the Midfield partnership at for Park Kenny. If that was to ha- if that was to rumble on and that becomes it um, at Celtic Park as well, fair play. If they can keep digging out results with that, that's the bit that gives the manager even more credit, doesn't it?
5: And it, and it should do, because, uh.
2: No offence to the two guys by no, the no, you know way. I mean? No, not
5: at all, because you've not seen a lot of Kieran Dill since he came to the, the football club. Very, very little game time because of maybe you not know, being quite up to speed initially. He's then had injuries. Sterling's the same. I think he's been injured. There's been illness there. He's now playing in a, in a, in a position that is, that's really foreign to him. Listen, he's got the physicality to play in there. There's no getting away from that. But. For me, Rangers will miss the control that maybe a John Lundstrom, a, a Nico Raskin, uh, a Ryan Jack can bring. It because I look at that the cup final game and even in spells the other night against uh, against St Johnston, there's sometimes not as much control from that area. You want that number six or number sixes to be getting on the ball and really, really dominating. You know they went down to ten men, it made it quite an easy night's work. But if you're going at the Celtic part with Dale and and potentially can't well ahead of that. And it's nowhere near your first choice midfield. You want to have your best players available for the biggest games. Uh, thanks Alan, it was nice to speak to you. That was Alan in East Kilbride on
2: 01419511025 and it is already that time of the night.
7: Beat the pundit with the Scottish Sun. For the best football news and opinion online, thescottishsun.co.uk slash football.
2: What a way to end the week I can just imagine you've probably finished up for work. You've been rushing around getting the last minute bits and pieces in. You're looking forward to the Christmas holidays, and you could mark that occasion by beating Hugh Evans or Kenny Miller on Beat the Pundit. What an incentive! 01419511025 and the lines close at seven.
3: First for football for fifty years, this is Clyde One Super Scoreboard.
2: Hugh Evans and Kenny Miller are here. It's 01419511025. Or you could tweet your festive wishes to these two at Clyde SSB. See, one of them's birthday tomorrow as well. Oh. And we know which one, because you just banged on about yours last month. We yeah. know yours is always. Uh, around the time of Scotland beating Serbia, that's no, the anniversary. November 12,
3: on. no flowers by request.
2: A 23rd of December birthday, same as my yeah. gran. There you go, yeah. you and my gran, she'll be delighted. She watches, <laughs> I think, sometimes on YouTube with no idea like what's going on, not really interested in football, just likes to to tune in. So, there, is that do you get double presents? Is, nah, that, no doubt. is that a difficult nah, time but, that
5: uh, normally I used to when I was younger, I used to make sure I had something on there, uh, on, on not the anymore. Nah, not
2: so much Ah, oh, can't for him, honestly yeah. It's a shame Get your calls in We have been looking at Rangers injury situation No Lundstrom or Roof this weekend And then I guess touch and go really For a certain game on the 30th of December There are four games before the winter break In case anyone was counting um, Celtic fans, how big is tomorrow? Really not often we talk about having to recover ...from back-to-back league defeats. How big's tomorrow? What are you expecting there? Uh, There's been a bit of interest apparently from Inter Milan and Matt O'Reilly... ...so keep your thoughts coming there as well. And something a bit different. Nick Montgomery, Hibbs manager. You're going to be able to hear his every word in theory... Uh, on the Edinburgh Derby sky sports coverage is gonna be mic'd up. It's a bit of an innovative look at the fixture on TV. If you've any thoughts there, get them in and we'll play this first.
7: Beat the pundit with the Scottish Sun. For the best football news and opinion online. The Scottish Sun
2: football. Right, it is beat the pundit time. I don't know if this is false advertising. Alan, who's in Stranraer, how are you? Doing, what I didn't say before I asked people to phone in Is there is a little bit of a Christmas theme to these questions Is that okay with you?
3: I will go with it we'll see Why not? With.
2: I mean if he said no I don't really know what my plan was there There, <laughs> there is no other Alan um, But there we go We'll see how we get on If it's Heads it will be Hugh Evans. If it's Tails it is Kenny Miller i think if we've had any disasters on Beat the Pundit Oh we had, we had your big pal How could I forget? <laughs> this was the week yeah. Boydie versus yeah. Hanuman. And he done him as well He eh? beat him didn't he Yeah it's almost like I could hear you sniggering away in the background I think I point. was
5: initially at one point, but then when I heard the voice, I had to just... Walk oh, really? Yeah. Is that, so, you, so you were there, and then <laughs> yeah.
2: he put on the, hi, it's Roger, yeah. or, yeah. or whatever it was.
5: Yeah, that was me. I'd had a God. Mess, so I just thought, it's me, I'm done.
2: <laughs> anyway, it is heads. There will be no fake voices tonight. It is Hugh Keevans. That's his real voice, by the way. I know you've been asking that uh-huh. all these years, but uh, Alan and Stranra are going to take on Hugh. So let me give Hugh some greatest hits radio to listen to, so that he can hear what's going on. And here Alan 30 seconds Answer as many as you can And pass if you don't know the answer Okay Yep Right 30 seconds on the clock And your time starts now Rocky Santa Cruz Moved from Blackburn To which other English team? Pass What nationality is St. Johnson goalkeeper Dimitar Mitov? Pass Sport and Siva Sport Play in which country? Turkey. Name either top scorer In the Scottish Premiership From outside the old firm
1: Love.
2: Uh, ahead of Scotland Opening the Euros At the Allianz Arena Who were the last Scottish club To play there Rangers sir. And which Swedish team Includes Santa's Little Helpers As part of their name
0: Oh It's them Finland That oh, What's her name I can't remember What's oh, Santa's Little Helper called Oh, Santa's Little Helper Ah oh, you've
2: got me Ah oh, we'll need to leave it there Let's bring Hugh Keevens back uh, I mean you've heard those questions Kenny Miller No I did oh, not Oh did you not hear them I could just see your face I there like, oh, oh, right. was
5: a pause Trying to get the
2: Because I told you there's was like a Christmas theme But I think this is quite hard Because it's not every question So I'm now worried That you're going to be thinking Of like a Christmas pun For a question huh. When it's not required But we'll just see how we go okay. It was um, interesting Ready? I am Go Rocky Santa Cruz Moved from Blackburn To which other English team? Um, Preston What nationality is St. Johnston goalkeeper Dimitar Mitov? Uh, Bulgarian Sport and Sivaspor play in which country? Turkey Name either top scorer in the Scottish Premiership from outside the old firm um, Uh Ahead of Scotland opening the Euros at the Allianz Arena Who were the last Scottish club to play there? Uh, Rangers And which Swedish team includes Santa's Little Helpers as part of their name?
3: Oh, yeah. Can I answer this one? <laughs> Young Boys of bill
0: <laughs> <No>, What? <laughs> what? Elfsborg. Oh, Elf dear. Alan Elfs I don't know He's not beat me 1-0 no, Oh
2: my goodness uh, Rocky Santa Cruz Moved France from Blackburn City? To Man City See what we did there Santa Cruz oh, right. But then the next like, It was every Odd question if you like So Mitov is Bulgarian Hugh Keevans goes One in front Luckily you both got Something on um, Turkey again, yeah, you know, Christmas dinner, yeah, etc. Yeah, yeah. um, so you both got that. So it's 2 1 to Hugh Kevins. I feel for Alan here because I think you just misheard me, Alan. Name either top scorer in the Premiership outside the old firm. Alan said Shank, um, Tavernier which obviously couldn't be the answer, and Hugh got it right. You had the choice of Miovsky or Shankland. I right. this, I f- have you seen this debate amongst like Aberdeen and Hearts fans as to who's better? Yeah, I quite like that because obviously we're, Scottish football is usually dominated by like one-upmanship between Glasgow's big two. So it's nice to see like the kind of you know Hearts and Aberdeen competing on that front. Who good they score for Morkum? Who's, oh, who's better out of those two? Shankland. Me, obviously. Oh there we go You get the deciding vote On the phones If you so fancy it Right It's 3-1 to Hugh Kevin's. I'm afraid Interestingly You both went Rangers At the Allianz Arena at Celtic 2017 Lost 3-0 to Bayern Remember mm-hmm. Uh, and honestly as, as hard as I tried I couldn't get either of you to say <laughs> Elfsborg so there we go and it is a 3-1 win for Hugh Kevens. but Alan I appreciate you taking part especially when we threw the Christmas theme on you, you were a good sport thanks very
0: much Charles, mate. Well, good well, man
2: thank you. <laughs> thank you Alan there we go um, the only other one was true or false a team called FC Santa Claus play in Lapland no False. False Apparently true What? I don't know Apparently this how many, how many teams are in the Lapland league? <laughs> um, And the CD Santa Clara play in which European league? Ah, oh, Santa Clara <laughs> Portugal Yes it is Portugal There we go That's like three or four Santa questions So I think we need oh. to branch out into like yep. different Different Christmas puns in there I, I also
3: moved young boys of Bern from Switzerland uh, to Sweden yeah. I know I
2: mean I think we need to move on from that question, yeah. quite frankly. We tried and tried. I gave Alan way more time than he um, than he deserved, <laughs> I have to say. Uh, right, 01419511025. I love this tweet from Jim, because it's just get everything you'd want. It's got that real aggressiveness of the Scottish football rivalry in the Glasgow bubble, but a nice sentiment at the end. He says, let's go and win this league at Celtic. Tagged Celtic in it so that they know. Put this lot back in their box, including the Scottish media SSB, Shinjuku, Shug, Gordon Duncan, keep punching us, we will fight back at yous. Merry Christmas, it
3: says. Away, <laughs> give yourself peace. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, best of goodwill and all that
2: sort of stuff. Let's bring in John Paul, who is a Celtic fan. How's it going? Hi, how you doing, panel? All good in here. How are you? You well?
4: I I'm fine, thanks. Uh, Merry Christmas to you all as well. Same to you. You all set? Um, I no, I, I'm I'm quite measured, um, to be honest. In I've listened the last few nights. Um, obviously, if Celtic lost it to, um, to Hearts, but uh, I I don't see any fear at all that Celtic will win the league. I, I'm just I just feel like um, the players will go injured coming back. You know, the likes of Tati, Carter Vickers, and plus I know for a fact Celtic will spend their money, the Rangers in this window. I know that for a fact because otherwise uh, the manager might walk. So um, and I think he's got a point to prove coming back a second time because I think he realised, you know, he, um, he, he can upset a lot of people, even his own family. So I've getting na- I've, I've getting no na- worry at all. But Celtic, I think they'll, I think they'll, they'll beat Livingston and then they'll beat Rangers and then I think it'll be the same as it was probably just before this cup. Uh, games we've had, you know. What I mean, obviously, don't I like it? But I think pitch, but I, 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 me, I'm hundred percent confident. Serve so to
2: win the league. Sorry, John Paul dropped out a bit there. Do you know what I think is great about that? Hugh is right now. How can any of us say that's rubbish? That's nonsense. That won't happen. That we, we are so poised here, and I know a lot can happen before the thirtieth. But it reminds me of that caller earlier. The Rangers fans, you oh, know, we can afford to yeah. lose this. Just that this the swing either way that that game could produce. It's going to be massive,
3: isn't it? You you cannot take away from people their love of their football club and the way they see it. And John uh, Paul is one of those who just can't see anything ever going wrong. But if John Paul feels no fear, then he's entirely wrong. Because the league is in the balance. Uh, And it's not about how much money Celtic spend in the window... It's who they spend yeah. it on. Yeah. Because they spent uh, around about 16 or £17 million pounds summertime, and by and large it's been a waste of money. Uh, and there are concerns about the squad and concerns about who comes in in the month of January and concern over Hatati and uh, Furuhashi and um, Hatati Maeda uh, o, all going to the Asian Cup. There are a variety of concerns about Celtic And to say that you are 100% certain Well, I, I don't deny you your fanaticism But you're sleepwalking Just
2: feels like, Kenny, the You know, even although, like we said Celtic have back-to-back defeats Rangers haven't lost yet under Philippe Clermont Last 16 Europa League League Cup in the bag Everything a lot more positive It's still perfectly understandable To think that Celtic might win that fixture isn't it? It's just it's not swung that much yet that Because we're, we're early on
5: in it Yeah, listen Celtic At Celtic Park With all their fans No Rangers fans there We'll go into that game as favourites Irrespective of what the results are Between now and then I think so Absolutely will I've no doubt about that uh, And I, th- I think it's a brilliant game On so many levels We've been taking Allegiances out of it Rangers have got the I know Philippe Camont Didn't I like the word momentum But they have They have got the momentum They've got the, the consistency Of the results On the other side of the city There is there's something missing at this moment in time, and how Celtic are attacking, how they were able to break teams down with their their quality and their energy before. It seems to be missing at this moment in time, but it's a chance for Celtic to say, you know what? I think again, we'll have this question next week: how many Rangers players are we get into the Celtic team? You know, and I still think so, there'll be more Celtic players in that combined eleven than there would Rangers. So they've they've got, I think they've got better players at this moment in time. Uh, they're they're going through a real blip. At this moment, they're, they're not responding to the manager in the way that all fans would have hoped. They're not happy about uh, recruitment. They want January to come quick. But Celtic will still go into that game as favourites. I've absolutely no doubt about it. But Rangers do have the, me- the momentum. They have the good feeling this new manager's brought. And they've got the belief, I'm sure they will, that they could go to Celtic Park and one. Thanks to John
2: Paul. Have a nice Christmas. So1419511025. You can tweet us as well, at Clyde SSB if you want to get your thoughts over there um, I, I keep going back to it. we mentioned it last night did you hear the call earlier in the week the Celtic fan has said that he'd killie pies left on his desk by his workmates taking the mick then he had <laughs> jam tarts left yeah. and what do you get if Livy win and it has to be Tony Macaroni themed I just can't think of anything else it's got to be the obvious place for that joke to go, doesn't
3: it? Well, if Livy win, he'll have absolutely no appetite whatsoever, so they can give him anything. Or <laughs> well, we
2: didn't, like, extend the phone-in territory if that was to happen tomorrow, oh, yeah, yeah, but, yeah. Kenny, could Brendan Rodgers have, you know, if we're just talking about on paper, the team that's bottom and it's at your place, is that the ideal fixture, or, or, or still is there... Has it been a bit easier than you would have expected For teams to come in at Celtic Park And sit in and make life difficult this season?
5: Listen, that's what Livingston are going to do Make no mistake about it They're going to come, they're going to defend They're going to frustrate They're going to work ever so hard I just cannot see anything other result Than a really convincing Celtic win tomorrow Uh, They're at home Like I said, these players I think it was going back to Was it John or Jamie? One of the first two callers Celtic, these players don't become bad players overnight or over the course of a few weeks. They absolutely don't. They have to view this. And this Celtic team have d- displayed real kind of relentless nature to, and real hunger to continually succeed over the last few years. So I don't think you lose that. They're just in a bad moment and I think they'll get back to winning ways tomorrow. Uh, in your
3: deepest subconscious, if you're a Celtic fan, you're thinking, we nearly made a mess of it twice against St We nearly made a mess of it twice against Motherwell. That belated goal from Matt O'Reilly at Fir Park and then uh, being one up late on at Celtic Park, Motherwell still got a point. Celtic um, twice messed it up against Kilmarnock, once in a cup competition, once in the league. Um, At the moment, you cannot say about Celtic, oh, it will be this, that or the other. Because... Who, which Celtic turn up? Yeah, but not everyone's as negative as you Because I've, you've I've just... just given you documentary evidence there
2: probably. I know, and if you would let me finish I was going to give you documentary evidence And say some Celtic fans might just turn up and say Well, we put six past Aberdeen here And we beat Feyenoord here And we went and put four past Hibs here So I think it's going to be more like one of those days Rather than the ones you mentioned the I'm just saying that... you can't just list all the bad bits And pretend that that's fully representative
3: No, the point that I was making was that the Teams in the bottom six Celtic, they struggle Aberdeen on the bottom six Well anyway, you, you, you cannot dismiss the fact that, that they have dropped eight points From November 25 to December 16 Eight points And that has brought the league to where it is now It's
2: certainly as close William is on the line How's it going, William?
7: Hello, guys uh, America, so to you when it comes Thank you,
2: William Same to you, you well?
7: Yeah, I'm fine, mate. Thank Good. You. Right, I love Kenny to bits. He's a great Rangers man, right? But I've got to pick him up. Combined uh, Celtic and Rangers. I'll just give him a list, right? Cantwell, Lundstrom, Seymour, Ball- Balligan, Goulson, Tavernier, Butland. I think there's more Rangers players that get into that Celtic team than Celtic. Other, but that's by the by, right? No,
2: but right. I think Kenny's point is the William, because let's, let's not... This is what we do, right? We, we Not everything has to be all about your own team there are loads of Rangers fans who phone in here They're delighted with the results They think it's brilliant They're praising Philippe Clement. That doesn't mean every player at Rangers is playing well Todd Cantwell seriously getting in a combined 11 of those two teams right now? Absolutely No, oh, come on
7: Absolutely But, uh, but he, well, if he's a 50-50 What you're saying right The rest of our mentions are definite right But that was my main point right So is just... ba-
2: Balogun ahead the head of Carter Vickers?
7: Absolutely, why he's playing right now. Right? That's my point, Gordon, before you, Just let me finish, right? We've conceded eight goals up, and, up until now, right? That's December 22nd. Rangers have conceded eight goals. And the difference between the teams is the defence and the manager. We have got a far superior manager than Celtic at the moment. He's proved it. He's got his uh, challenger for the league. He's got his in the last 16 of the Europa League. He's won us a cup. That's undisputed in my fight. I just think... Kenny should just think. You know what I mean? I know he's on, he's a pundit. He's uh, he's neutral. He's got to be on the show. But the Rangers are playing better themselves at the moment, and that's
5: where my where I'm coming for. You, just think, it, Kenny. You. Just think, says William. <laughs> I just think. <laughs> no offence. Yeah, well, will well, well, tell you. Well, well, I do think William and Callum McGregor and Matt O'Reilly are getting in there ahead of any Rangers midfielder, and that's me with, with being you know my my allegiances are clear where they lie, you know. But Callum McGregor and Matt O'Reilly are in. I don't even care how bad Kyogo's playing or K- Kyogo still gets in there because it's not just about now I'm not just saying oh well this looking week. at this small sample size of what's happened in the last two or three games you're looking at who's performed over, a, over a, a number of seasons now just playing for two or three games doesn't win your league titles William you know and this is where you're going back Carter Vickers has done it by the way absolutely Tavernier, Goldson and Butlin getting in the team and I think there would be a general debate if Lundstrom maybe makes it into that midfield alongside uh, these guys And all, but again this is all here and there you know, like Celtic are, are a decent team, by the way. And again, William, Rangers are being very, very consistent in results. Rangers are not playing great football, so I don't know what games you've been watching. Maybe outside of the best game, uh, but Rangers have not been playing great football. They've got a manager who's getting absolute maximum out of this group at this moment. By the way, irrespective of who's fit or no fit, the team's turning up, and that team's been winning games of football. But they're not playing great stuff, so to say they're playing better, so the results over this period have been better than Celtics, and that's why there is a real title race on, and that's why that game at Celtic Park, in eight days' time, has got everybody's eyes I on I think
2: it. what William makes a bang-on point, though, is the defence. The, ga- the goals against column is very often an indicator of, you know... The team that wins the league Will tend to have The, the better goals against Before someone digs up a, An example of when That wasn't the case But it usually is um, You know Eight conceded by Rangers Fourteen For Celtic That's a, a relatively Big difference at this stage I you, would, say, you would so. say
5: Yeah but again I think that's down to the It's down to the The, the personnel Back there I think again Going back to one of the Previous scores It's down to the influence That Jack Butlin's had on them See having a, a goalkeeper Of that quality And Rangers had it For a number of years Well, and McGregor it gives you a confidence. You know what gives you a confidence that when the big saves are needed to be made, that they make them. And Jack button has been that guy. Uh, again, we'd, could you say that James Taverniers had his best season, or Bonnebarisets, or Ridval and Youngmads has had their best season? Again, the centre back parents have went for Davis, to Souter, to Balligan, to Goldson. But since Philippe Comot, it doesn't matter who's played. There's been a, a, they've been solid at the back. They've not gave too much away. And like you say, eight goals over this period of time is a wonderful I record. I think your
3: point about the Celtic defence. The, the goalkeeper for me, is unreliable. Um, the fullbacks have come in for terrible criticism of late. Alistair Johnson doesn't look the same player he was last season. Poor old Greg Taylor is the, the whipping boy for the Celtic fans. At Clamarnock, and Nat Phillips own goal. He'll be down the road in January because he's not up to it at Celtic. Uh, against Hearts, Lon Shankland is allowed to score a fine header, but <laughs> absolutely no one marking him. Uh, and then the goalkeeper for me was suspect at the Hearts free kick So you're right to highlight the fact that they are not at their best defensively
2: Thank you very much to William 01419511025 What do you make of Nick Montgomery being miked up for the Edinburgh Derby? You're going to be able to hear his instructions to his team You might even hear him shouting at the ref You might even hear him talking to himself I wonder if you think that's a quite a nice thing Quite an exciting thing to look forward to Or you're not seeing the fuss Or you'd rather it was something else You let us know right now And we'll take a look at it next
7: Clyde One Super Scoreboard Listen and watch Check the Twitter feed at Clyde SSB Glasgow in the West's league leader For 50 years Clyde One Super Scoreboard
2: Hugh Keevans and Kenny Miller are here. It's 01419511025. And you can tweet us at Clyde SSB if you want. Right, get your thoughts over to us on whatever. If it's any th- any of the topics we've covered already, fine. If it's something different, absolutely fine. And whilst you do get in touch, let me tell these two about the question for tonight. <laughs>
7: Full-time teaser with sliding wardrobe solutions East Kilbride. Slide wall panels available in seven colours. Now in stock at East Kilbride at competitive prices.
2: Oh, it's that guy again. It does it so I have to read it out. It's Gordon D.L.'s unusually long nose who sent the question. in what can you do? Can you find an acronym? Break that down a bit Can you name the last Five players to wear The number 10 For each of Rangers And Celtic So 10 answers In total Can you name the last Five to wear The number 10 For Rangers and Celtic Looking at this list That is tough Way tougher Than you would think Davis Steve Davis A nice easy one To start us I mean even Celtic's Most recent number 10 You I think will surprise you Ageti. Maybe not. There we go. I'll be in a yeti. Well done. Oh, honestly, some of the names on here. Who's
5: t- yeah. ten? I'm trying to think 10 tennis at the moment. Paul Davis. Rod Davis is yeah, still gone,
2: it, it. I'll, I'll give you that uh, for now. There is no.
5: Did it go as far back as Novo?
2: No. Oh, I'll tell you what. Celtic's list is tough in places as well. No, right. You... Cooper? No, no not back. No. Uh, it does, but he was 88, wasn't he? Oh, Quite, was What about in terms of that kind of first Brendan Rodgers era? Dembele. Musa Dembele, right. Okay, we'll leave it there. We'll see what we can come up with. And if you want to send your questions in, that's the idea of the full-time teaser. You send the questions in. The pundits try and come up with the answer to your questions. So it is fulltime at Clyde1.com. That's the email address you need. Fire them over and we'll see what we can come up with in the future. Right, this was an interesting story. It wasn't one... Um, That I expected today had to be said. It's something very different, that's for sure. Um, I wonder what you make of it. The headline of it all is that Hibbs' boss Nick Montgomery is going to wear a microphone during the Edinburgh Derby. He's going to speak to Sky's commentary team uh, throughout the game or at points in the game. And ultimately, you'll be able to hear what he's got to say, whether that's shouting at his team, shouting at the ref, various bits throughout the game. He's going to be miked up as as it's become known um some of the other kind of sub plots that one of his coaching staff is going to wear a body cam to give you kind of that first person perspective of what's going on there's going to be cameras in the home dressing room before and after the game i think um sky sports are also due to be on the hearts team bus i think um or certainly access to the hearts team hotel a hearts player is going to wear a body cam during the warm-up again just just it's I don't think anyone is expecting this, Hugh, to like bring Scottish football to a standstill and everyone should celebrate. It's just an attempt to do something a bit different and a bit innovative.
3: It will be of great interest to some. It will be a massive irritation to others. <laughs> if Hibs are losing and they suddenly have an in-game commentary with Nick Montgomery, the Hibs fans will say, what's he doing
5: talking You might see the headset get ripped off him at that point and thrown to the side of the W.
3: But obviously fraught with danger as well because of expletives. uh, There'll be a variety of apologies made. I mean, I'm sorry, right? Just, that sounds great. (laughs) Let's be quite honest about
2: that. Let's not sit here and go, oh, how terrible. Oh, it's fraught with danger. I get that. And that's something, whatever, whatever process Sky have in place, they'll need to
3: come up with. I don't blame the television company because they pay for Scottish football and they are trying to be innovative. But uh, it will infuriate as many as it pleases. Uh, and the I, I take it the Hearts manager refused to be mic'd up at the same time. Yeah, he said today it wasn't for him, which is fine. I mean, I think yeah, understandable. Course, yeah. yeah, I mean, the, the TV is entitled to seek new ways of presentation, but they cannot force themselves on managers and players who don't want to be. Uh, all the body cam stuff... Depends Whatever turns you on You know I'd just rather see the match Really <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing anyway. Again
2: It's something to be tried And see if it doesn't work Or people don't like it I mean That's fine No one's making you like it And no one's making it Necessarily be there. I think they did it with um, What was the fixture again It was an English Lower League fixture uh, Wickham, Portsmouth I think League One match just something a bit different to give fans a bit of an insight that they maybe otherwise wouldn't get oh. I, I get if you're a manager or whatever you might not like to do it but in terms of the reason for it being done it's just to try and be a bit different
5: well to to, to give fans that kind of insight into what actually goes on on the touchline again the emotions by the way it'll be really really interesting to see how Nick Montgomery kind of Keeps his emotions in check Because there's no doubt He's obviously going to be Fully aware That he's mic'd up And everybody's going to be able To hear what he's saying So how will that affect him But listen When you're in the heat of a battle Particularly a derby day battle It's going to be really Really tough for him When his team <laughs> concede A really bad goal Or or his team score A really really good goal And, and to keep his emotions but, but in check that, or, That's the
2: thing All all the things That you you two are saying From like the manager's perspective Are going to be difficult that's the bit that's exciting well,
5: that's what I mean. me that's why for, for a you fan know, like, tuning in that will be interesting to, to, to watch that even, even from our perspective again I want to be a, a potential coach potential manager it will be interesting to watch to mm-hmm. see how he does keep that in check or if he doesn't and it's just the emotion and, and the adrenaline everything in the game actually goes into how he actually speaks
2: it and don't forget in the meantime though you find yourself in the commentary box more often than the dugouts. You need yep. to embrace it. It could be you soon. You could be the one asking the questions.
3: With regard to the whole subject of evolution, which this is, uh and we're in our period of nostalgia here with the fiftieth anniversary coming up. We had a legendary phone in the Saturday night, and then one day I was called into an office and they said, We're well, thinking of having it Monday to Friday and I said, What? And it literally started that evening with uh, are you free Six o'clock Right we're on uh, So And here we are Years and years later The most listened to programme That you can get uh, So I understand evolution Some will hate it Some will love it We're going to have to Go through the process To work out Who's on what side mm.
2: What about Andy On the line You got thoughts either way Andy Hi, How you doing guys Good. Uh, Wish you all the best Christmas Thank you now, I was saying
6: to the producer there, I see him listening if you're mic'd up and you try to pass on tactics to your players, everyone can hear it. So what? I mean, I think it's, it's, it's a lot of nonsense. If you try to tell players, you know, you see them whisper in the ear, want you do this, want you do that. Now, is that not a disadvantage <laughs> if you try to pass
1: on your really good tactics from your I'll players? I'll
5: tell you, it'll be a disadvantage, Andy, if Stephen Nesmith's got somebody tuned into the Sky Commentary. <laughs> they can hear exactly what's going on. What type of thing,
1: Andy?
2: Maybe Ke- Kenny can probably answer this better than us, because I, I obviously get the logic there, and, and Philippe Clement said it as well, as one of the reasons that he wouldn't like it is because he doesn't want other teams to hear... Um, I'm not I wouldn't dream of shooting down what coaches and managers do, Kenny, but how revelatory can it be? Do you know what I mean? If we hear Nick Montgomery telling his fullbacks to tuck in a bit, or we hear him telling
5: his wide men to push on. Who cares? And you know what? See that that type of instruction might be specific for what's actually happening in that moment. Yeah. You know, so I listened to Philippe Commons, and again it's no for him, which is absolutely fine. fine. Totally. And it might just be a, and I get when he, I think he said a couple of things, I thought, all right, okay, it makes sense. It might be how he reacts to a certain situation or a team doing something, how they respond to it. And I, I can maybe get that for further down the line for future reference, but anything that's going to be given in that game is going to be specific to that moment or to that player that needs to be doing something different. To stop either to get joy or to stop the the opposition getting any joy so it'll be interesting
3: I'll put this to you and you do a lot of television work it's an idea for me that television wants because they want the manager to explode because there's only so much tuck in and bomb on and, and whatever that you can take, is boring. Th- if it's- no,
2: no, not for everyone. That's that, I think that's unfair on lots of football fans out there. I think, look, obviously, anything that's kind of dramatic and eye-catching, that, that that's going to go down well from a, a TV perspective. Um, but I think you're doing some of our listeners and some viewers the service. some people just like to hear, they just want to know what, and, what's going and on. And it might be
5: down to, 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 be to see the interactions to between the, the manager and his staff and, and what what does get discussed in relation to making a sub or, by the way, what if somebody goes down to 10 men, how they react to that type of, that's the tactical thing, mm-hmm. listen, the blockbuster stuff's going to be when the two dugouts <laughs> come to blows or there's a really bad refereeing decision and how you react to that or your player misses a sitter when you're 1-0 down or your player makes a real bad mistake and costs you a goal, that's the there's going to be some, there's going to be highlights mm. in there. There's yeah, going to be a Nick Montgomery I'm, highlight reel at the when, end of
3: this. When Lee Johnson had a dig at Stephen Naismith. It would be good if it was on when he was here, eh? Yeah, well, I mean, he would never have shut up. Get Derek Adams
2: mic'd up. Yeah. See what Orcham, he's got to say about the game. Orcham, rubbish. Orcham,
3: 100 times better.
2: I know what you're saying, Andy, and that's why some managers won't like it. I, I do just wonder, um, do you, you know, do you, do you think Nick Montgomery or any manager, do you think they're going to say anything that everybody goes, Oh! <gasps> Uh, that, that's, that's what Hibs are dick. Listen to that. That's their game plan. We've got them sussed. I mean, especially now, you know, teams are analysed to death. I think everybody will know what Hibs are, are kind of trying to do, will
1: they not?
6: My
2: whole
6: beating and I'm going, Well, if David Martinale was
1: on it, you wouldn't hear a game because we followed beats. That is
2: true. And again, look, the logistics of that stuff, I don't I genuinely have no idea what Sky's plans are. I don't know what if you know what the fail safe is, is for sweary words, whatever. No idea. Um I just I just feels like you know. You shouldn't be scared of change I think that, that would be the, the kind of bottom line here. See if you think yeah. it's, it's rubbish and it doesn't add anything See if it doesn't add anything Sky, won't, Sky probably won't do it again And if Nick Montgomery hates it He won't do it again But if in, and Without getting deep A couple of days before Christmas In life If you just always just do things yeah, the way yeah. they've always yeah.
3: been done You kind of don't get anywhere As I say evolution uh, You know I'm all for it Now this is my cold beans moment for you <laughs> Uh I always turn down the commentary. I turn it down completely for live football matches. I like to think for myself. That's a penalty, or, 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 or whatever. I mean, it's interesting, I, but it's a personal I, preference. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I, I, I turn it down completely. I have no sound at all. But if you're in the market for bomb on nipping da da da, be my guest.
2: Um, we have had some messages, and we was the one that just came to my attention. Moose says I think a manager having a mic is a good thing it works every week on the Formula One with lots of beeps along the way uh, as Hugh says. Some people love it some people hate it. I think I think the NBA do quite a bit of that and they try and kind of maybe not give away too much of the tactical side of things um, NFL I think. I don't watch loads of it and Roger Hanna would be able to tell me more but they tend to be mic'd up at, at various points. That's not to say they're right, football's wrong, we must copy that. It's just Football is very set in ways with some things, Kenny. There'll be loads of other sports with this type of things, like embraced to try and make it different or a bit more accessible.
5: Listen, I'll, I'll look forward to watching that because it, it will be an exciting watch. If Again, if you've watched Nick Montgomery already, is he it, is it the jump about, kind of angry yeah, man? Sure. Maybe no so that's why he's agreed to it. You know, potentially.
2: Derek, Philippe Comont said today, in um, fact, I can't remember if I've got his... Got his interview to play you on that topic I know he, he spoke about a number of things And I told you about the injuries uh, Earlier No I don't think I do But he basically said Wouldn't want to give away tactics Wouldn't want people hearing what he was saying to his staff And he might say some not nice things <laughs> yeah. Derek McInnes as well Referenced the Who was the manager last night Was it Alaves Did they lose a last minute goal to Real Madrid You've not seen this guy no. oh, It's an all-timer He's booting all sorts He's chucking his jacket He's like shaking his subs by the, the show that he's... And Derek McInnes was saying, can you imagine that? You know, and you might say yeah. things you regret. So, totally get that. You wonder if Nick Montgomery almost knows himself as a character, you'd like to think so.
3: I think that's why he's agreed to do it. Because...
5: Steve... And it puts him in the spotlight. Mm-hmm. You know, puts yeah. you in the spotlight.
3: But he, he clearly feels that he has control, self-control, uh, and he, he had better had, otherwise it would be glee time for the cameras. Yeah, and uh, look, this will be... Fair play to
2: Hibs as a club. This won't just be Nick Montgomery. I'd imagine this was a a couple of months, probably in the making. I don't think they've just rocked up to Nick Montgomery oh, this week and said, "Nick, what do you think?" Um,
3: and uh, yeah, heart. it will either fascinate or infuriate, uh, or, or do both. But almost certainly intrigue. Oh yeah, without doubt. Yeah. I mean, Kenny's just said he'll, you know, he's definitely going to watch and observe and see how it sits with him. I'll have the sound turned down, so it won't impact on me at all.
5: <laughs> well, maybe Honestly. you should, so we can talk about it on the show, you. Maybe just turn it up for that game. Doesn't <laughs> like
2: chocolate, doesn't drive, eats cold, wa- cold beans, watches football turned down. Just, just, he's one of a kind, and that's, that is why we love him. Anyway, any thoughts How on that? How does he
5: know what the atmosphere's like in the stadium when he keeps uh-huh. talking about these atmospheres that are maybe a bit lower, a bit higher, Yeah. Oh,
3: all right, turn it on uh, <laughs> until the, the game starts. The, the sound's up until the game starts and then
2: that's interesting yeah. I like to know who's on the ball because sometimes in TV you know if the angle's a bit different or I you just know, like to hear who's on you the know, ball if or if what, what's
3: happening if a major controversy occurs then turn <laughs> you turn it, turn up. it up yeah uh, because I will have my impression first of all you notice how
5: we done that God? he turns it up I it turns on it those up. TVs
2: <laughs> analogue
3: um, just an apology to
2: all of Scottish football's commentators and co-commentators who thought Hugh Evans was your friend all these years he never Sorry listens Crocs To a word that you say Anyway, uh, how's your teaser looking? The last five players to wear number 10 for each of Rangers and Celtics Steve Davis, Albion, and Musa Moussa Dembele so far I can see Kenny Vine throwing some answers in Milo's throwing some answers in Did
3: Chris Sutton wear 10?
2: No Arson. Nope not far Not far enough eh, too, oh, far back, too far back, far back.
5: Yeah, yeah. Rangers Barry McKay. Yes Did Lewis McLeod win
2: it? Mm, he's not Not on the list? No See, I, I reckon he must have been a bit 6th or something If he did Because uh, the guy that's last on the Rangers list Strikes me has been round about Lewis McLeod's time Or maybe yep. just after So. Yep. No in fact I don't think he did then No uh,
5: tr- I'm struggling on uh, Oh over Jaria? Yeah
2: what a show that is me. Ovi Jaria. we'll get the rest of the answers I think next
4: Clyde
3: won super
0: scoreboard Scotland 2 Australia 0 at 50
7: uh, I'm Richard Park I brought Hugh Kevens in because we were looking for a young personality a young personality when you're a veteran of this game you have
3: accorded <laughs> respect he to me was somebody who was going to be a top-class broadcaster. Donati and Snow, not up to the job.
7: Solid opinions, not afraid to speak his mind. It was a red cap. The goalkeeper is overweight. It's not a red card for being overweight.
3: So therefore, Kathleen, you and I were in agreement. Yeah, oh. I know just tripped up there, not <laughs> <laughs> First for football, for 50 years, Clyde One, Super
2: Scoreboard.
3: Still with us,
2: going strong as do ever, you know Hugh Keevans.
3: Do you know why Richard Park hired me? Tell us. I did an interview with Richard uh, based on a, a book that I had written uh, on the history of the Scottish Cup and the following week I started to work here and 30 years later I was told that Richard Park had listened back to the programme and said, do you know what? That guy's got a weird voice. <laughs> Bring him in. So I was hired because I had a weird voice, not because of any broadcasting ability and before you say it, I may not yet have any Broadcasting ability But I was hired because Richard Park said I had a weird voice Ah you're getting there You are getting there Don't you worry What
2: about your teaser knowledge Though well, that's not improved no, Over Kenny's the years on fire Can so you name the last five players To wear number 10 for Celtic And the last five for Rangers You've got Stephen Davis Barry Mackay And Ovi Ejaria. You've got Albina Ayeti And Musa Dembele Fortuny Yes Marc-Antoine Fortuny And Stokes Yes one more Celtic to get, two more Rangers. I think you should get. Certainly, I mean, I'm, I'm thinking both of them, both the Rangers ones. I think would have been your how far back your set your last spell, however Can many I you had.
5: Try to think who it would have been Yeah, it. round about then. Anyway, so we've got Barry McKay. So that was at that point. I'm trying to think who was before him.
2: I feel like all, I feel like all three of these players were kind of there at the same time. I mean, they, they can't obviously. Must you know give or take? Just took
5: the number off the next one the yeah. one left uh, and the Celtic
2: one. Oof, good luck. Good luck I to be, you.
3: I mentioned him in the, that little clip there. It's not a band of snow, is it? No,
2: no. It's it's much more recently than that. Um, but it is it is difficult. to have to say. <laughs> uh, right before we go any further, let's finish the show with this.
3: Clyde won. Fifty years as Glasgow and the Wests number one.
7: You Clyde two six one all together now. Sing it to
2: Yes, happy birthday to this radio station on Hugman 8 Turns 50 as you've been hearing all week And to mark that occasion We've been looking at some of Scottish football's top moments Over that 50 year period And we've been asking the pundits to pick their standout moment From that 50 years For whatever reason Just their opinion It's not a definitive list It's not even in numerical order But we've had some great shouts this week uh, We've had a couple of good Scotland ones Of course, David Marshall and boogieing and Serbia And all that stuff from Gordon DL Last night We had the Invincible Treble I know it was the Quadruple Treble Sorry From Charlie Mulgrew On Wednesday Kenny Miller Is in the hot seat Tonight 50 years What would you go for?
5: I think Helicopter Sunday Has got to be up there Okay Got to be right up there For a number of reasons We the Talking about title races Potentially this season Well that goes Absolutely down to the wire And right at the last minutes Of the game The helicopter has to Change direction And and head to a different Head to a different stadium So I think when you're winning League titles in that way It's always Always going to be remembered And when you say Helicopter Sunday You know exactly Where you're going
2: Well that's it Hugh That kind of blockbuster moment A lot of these On your list I wasn't witness to But I was there At that one In the stand As a a young Boy at Fir Park And yeah, that's, that's 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 a fair shout for the list, isn't it?
3: Well, you know, Rangers uh, Celtic rather won up at Fair Park and could not get a second goal and missed an absolute pinch to get the second goal. I, I've never seen Martin O'Neill look the way he did when he came in after that game to the Motherwell press room. Were, you the, were you in there? Oh, I was, yeah. Uh, yeah. I had tipped Rangers to win the league that season and I got to it's the
2: last <laughs> time we got a prediction right I, as well I know. that's why he remembers
3: it I got to first part and queue of Celtic fans as you walk up to the front door at part ha you still think Razors are winning the league and of course out of the blue and I'm sure you did sure didn't mention it again 20 years old, 18 I, years on I, I, yeah, I, I just no, remember it, it? Scotty McDonald you know he was such a Celtic fan as well uh, and his family in Australia all big Celtic fans but a man's got to do what a man's got to do When Motherwell are paying your wages And Terry Butcher, of course, the Motherwell manager that day So mm. it was, what a day it was
2: Motherwell at home with a black strip With a claret band across it There we go Anyway, that's a good shout That's you got your first five We'll keep that going We'll come up with a ten uh, Before the big birthday for this radio station on Hogmanay We are almost done But let's not forget what tomorrow has in store Rangers fans and Motherwell fans wait till Christmas Eve we've given Celtic against Livy a good preview as well um, I mean I think you know, everywhere you look Ross County and you keep looking at them at the moment because I want not know what Derek Adams is thinking you've got Hearts against St Mirren is that, is that is that the battle for third now is that what we're calling that Hibs would have uh, something to say there the general, Kelly St
3: Johnson and Dundee Aberdeen the general public and I think I know the general public where Scottish football is concerned Will hope that Hibbs turn over Ross County because of what Derek Adams <laughs> said. It's just the way people are. And uh, then tune into the post match. Yeah, and see if he compares Hibbs to Morecambe. Um So obviously, that's a, a, an important one. Dundee, Aberdeen, fascinating. Aberdeen got their 2 1 win eventually over Livingston. They have to keep climbing that table. Dens Park will be difficult for them. And the old geography teacher, Kilmarnock against St Johnston, Craig Levine. Uh, he had nothing to offer against Rangers really uh, But to be fair to him He he has taken St Johnson in the right direction But it'll be a tough afternoon for him at Rugby Park Yeah, looking at Hearts
2: and Hibs as well If we're going to do that thing in the Glasgow version Where everyone gets ahead of themselves Hibs and Hearts want to get to that one You know, In, in good form, make sure they don't win with negative feelings behind them
5: Well, they've certainly obviously picked up Stephen Nesmith being a a, a decent enough runny form and and reclaimed that third spot back that they probably should be in alongside Aberdeen competing for it. Uh, But Hibs there, Mm. I mean, they're no too far behind. You know, it's it's really, really tight in the middle of that table there. So it's an opportunity. to see if they get through the next fixture or two, Hibs could jump on. Right,
2: we need two more of the last five Rangers, number 10s and one
5: more Celtic. I'm going to clues I'm toiling. Anyway. Right,
2: so there's one. The Nicky
5: Clarkware. Nope,
2: okay, no, there's a Scottish. There is a Scottish Rangers one, though. Um, he also started his career at Levy. Good career down south, West Brom, etc. Oh, Graham Dorans. Graham Dorans. Um, the Celtic one, I think. Is it Watford? Was it Watford? One of these many sort of.
5: Oh bio. Yes. Bio. Bio. What?
2: Remember yep. him, Hugh? Oh yeah. Hopeless it was. And here's your niche clue for the last Rangers one. And I hope I've got the right guy because it's going to be really annoying if I haven't. In a way that only Scottish football can do, there was some sort of manufactured controversy because he tried to flick the ball over an aloe player's head. Oh, Nathan Odua. Nathan Odua, there we go. Thank you to Hugh Evans and to Kenny Miller. Big show tomorrow. I'm actually gutted to be missing it Andrew McLean is going to be here looking after you all Big games tomorrow Then looking ahead to Christmas Eve I will, I guess, speak to you after Christmas at this rate I feel quite emotional I don't want to miss you all over the festive period A big Merry Christmas for me Hope you have as good a time as possible I know it's not always easy for everyone to have the brilliant time uh, That it seems like pressure has put on you to have But there we go Have as good a time as you can I hope it's a good one I'll speak to you after Christmas Andrew McLean Has you tomorrow and the GBX is up next.